Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. We've got a really fun two-hour segment lined up tonight. The standard, usual, most common topics of trending topics and open mic. Uh, love the, the open format where you can call in and you can share thoughts on any trending topics, including news stories, uh, sports, entertainment, what have you. I know there's lots of cool stuff that happened recently with Free Comic Book Day, uh, Hans, the, the, the Solo story, um, Star Wars story. Also, uh, yeah, Han Solo. Um, what else? Did I say the movie title correctly? I think I I think I chopped it up incorrectly. My apologies. And uh, the Avengers movie, I talked about it last week, but open discussion for that some more since they did just have free comic book day. So those are some of the uh, latest movies that also correlate with comic books. And one of my favorite new shows, if you haven't seen it yet, check it out. It's called Cobra Kai. It's on YouTube Red. I never even knew anything about YouTube Red until the other day. So watch the first two episodes you can watch like for free on YouTube normal YouTube, whatever, you know, um, and then I signed up for a 30 day free trial. And I think after that said in 30 days, they would start charging like $9.99. But anyway, so that's why I did sign up for a 30 day free trial for YouTube Red just to watch Cobra Kai. How many of you have signed up for a free trial just to watch something? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, let's see here. I remember doing that for Big Brother. I got so hooked on Big Brother a while back a few years ago that I ended up watching the the live, what do you call it, like the live stream online, and I did the free trial with CBS Access and everything just to watch that. It was crazy, crazy. But uh, <laughs> I did that because, like, because YouTube, I mean, Big Brother's on TV enough as it is, you know. They've got, like, what, three episodes per week plus the after-hour show on Pop TV every night. <laughs> and then every time I'm gonna, I say, I'm not going to watch Big Brother anymore because I get too hooked on it and I watch, like, so many aspects of it. It's crazy. I get so into it. I just love Big Brother. I really should try out for the show and just try to be on it instead of keep watching it, be more active that way, right? Um, be on the other side of the other perspective would be interesting, I think. Um, but anyway, every time something else lures me back in, uh, like a fishing hook, and uh, I blame Ross Matthews. I still blame him to this day. I always will. I love you, Ross. I really do. But I do blame you for me loving Big Brother because not not just because he was on Celebrity Big Brother, which lured me back in for the 10th or so time. But before then, years ago, I never watched Big Brother, and he kept talking about it and talking about it. And finally, I was like, you know, I guess I'll just check out the show. I had no idea I would get so hooked on it. The first season I watched ends up being, at that time, the most controversial season, if, if you recall, was Gina Marie and Aaron and all of them. And uh, those girls got, you know, in trouble for, like, racist comments and such. And Aaron had to have, like, this PR rep with her at the finale. It was, it was some crazy stuff. And... I was all excited because I finally watched Big Brother for a whole season for the first time, wanted to compare notes with Ross. And you know what he says back after all that? Oh, first season, I didn't watch it. Oh, say what? And then 
lo and behold, he goes on Celebrity Big Brother, which I think is awesome. I am happy for him. I think it's great. I did want him to win, but I'm happy he won second place. I wish he'd won first, but happy for Marissa, too. She seems awesome, and I think they've got, you know, brother-sister relationship out of the deal and brother, you know, best friends for life kind of thing. Ross and Marissa are so cute together. I can't believe they had never met before. And uh, so all that, you know, great, wonderful, but yeah. And, of course, all the interviews is like, oh, yeah, I've always watched Big Brother. I'm like, except for that season, right, Ross? I want to say, just give him a hard time. But hopefully he did go back and watch it on the DVR or whatever later on. You know, he can watch past episodes, what have you. So hopefully he did. But I was so mad because from that season on, I have watched every season. And I always say I'm not going to watch it. I even watched the online Big Brother show they did over a holiday break one year, uh, about was that about a year or so ago. So they did that, and then they did the Celebrity Big Brother. And then when they do regular Big Brother, I can't stop watching. Like every time, even this time, I know it's coming up this summer. I say I'm not going to watch it. I end up watching it. But anyway, I'm so off track on that because I could talk about Big Brother all day, and it reminded me of that for some reason. Oh, about watching shows online. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So check out Cobra Kai. I, I as many people from my Generation X <laughs> my age range, um, grew up with the Karate Kid movies. I Loved Ralph Macchio. I still do. Had a huge crush on him back in the day. Love Karate Kid movies. Awesome. And they did a wonderful job. Beautiful, beautiful job. So well put together the way they they did a follow-up sequel with a show. I almost wish it was a movie, but it was really good. I binge-watched it over the weekend. Uh, there are 10 episodes altogether. The first two episodes you can watch for free, like regular YouTube, and then the episodes 3 through, through 10, excuse me, the, um, yeah, so episodes 3 through 10 is when I signed up for the YouTube Red 30-day free trial to watch the rest. And I hadn't watched anything else yet on Cobra Kai. I don't even know what else they offer. I hadn't even looked yet because I was so into Cobra Kai. I mean, I was a little sad. I'll be honest. I felt a little sad after the last episode because I wanted more. <laughs> but they do they do leave you hanging like like they're, you know, kind of like a cliffhanger where they're, they allude to maybe there could be a season two. And I really hope so. So if you've seen Cobra Kai, please call in because I'd love to compare notes. And I'm still trying to find other people that have watched the Florida Project to compare notes with. I had one friend, Barry Whitewater, hint, hint. Shout out to him, comedian. He's awesome. Look up his stand-up on YouTube. Uh, he told me he was going to watch it, but I hadn't heard back yet. Then told him, uh, he was like, oh, okay, I'll check it out. Because I think he said it was free on, I don't know, I, I got it on Netflix DVD. But I think he said he could watch it free on one of his services. You know, there's so many um, so many options these days. I think he said Hulu, but don't quote me. But yeah, you know, we've got Amazon and Hulu and uh, YouTube Red and uh, Netflix and, you know, uh, movie channels like HBO and on, on TV, cable. Uh, plus, they also have the apps like HBO to go and all that. So there's just so many amazing options nowadays. Not like when I was a kid where it was just the basics. Well, we did have HBO growing up. I was that was one privilege we did have was one movie channel part of the time I was growing up, um, and, and I think they had cable mostly growing up, too, nothing about it, so I can't complain. My parents were teachers. They make a lot of money, but my dad was a TV buff, so we did have good TV. Um, but I also remember at one point in time when we got a VCR, that was a huge deal. My dad got a great discount because um, one of his high school students um, cut him a deal that worked at this electronics place. So it was awesome. And then I remember... 
I remember at one point in time later on when my parents had my sister and me make a vote decision, had to take a vote, and a unanimous vote, had to come to an agreement, do we want to keep uh, Atari 2600 or trade it in for the VCR? No, because of money. And we did end up trading it in for the VCR. So now I think about it, maybe that's where the Atari 2600 went on the trading deal. It probably went to my dad's student that worked at an electronics store at the time, I'm guessing. Hmm. wonder if he kept it. Oh, man, I loved Atari 2600. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, yeah, that was a huge deal. Now, of course, we have all these options like, you know, DVR, TiVo, all that good stuff and more. So I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I actually think it's great that there's so many options now. Um, just sometimes I feel we're inundated, you know, but it is pretty cool because I think it, it gives viewers more option. It gives actors and directors more leeway. I mean, every time I think someone's going to try to do another sequel like Roseanne or, uh, you know, they have that sequel show or, uh, or even original show and, and they might be struggling. And even me as an aspiring comedian, I do dream one day of having a comedy special, you know, and I, I think that's great that if they, you know, have so many avenues, so many choices of so one door, 10 doors get knocked down, you know, they say no, then maybe that one door finally will open to another, you know, avenue, whether it's Netflix comedy special or, you know, or your movie or what have you or um, Hulu, what have you, you know, so in that regard, I kind of think it's cool, you know, that we have more options. All right, so back on track. Uh, Cobra Kai is really good. I'd love to call you to call in, talk about it with me. Love to discuss it and hear your thoughts. I'd also uh, love to talk about other cool stuff, fun stuff, fun topics, and really and serious topics too. Trending topics is everything and anything. Um, Cobra Kai again, great. Highly recommend it. Really hope there's a season two. They did allude to it, so hopefully there will be. Um, yeah, so again, find that on YouTube Red. Then there was, uh, I have not seen the new Star Wars movie, so I'm going to just say that off the bat here. And by the way, if you're listening, uh, anyone listening, especially Screaming Eagle soldiers, my soldier friends serving overseas, I am trying to open the talk show chat room as I speak, and it, I don't know why it's not opening, so hopefully I can get it connecting. It's trying to connect still. There we go. There we go. I got it. So I have the talk show chat room open. If you want to come in, say hello, and I really hope you will, especially Screaming Eagle Soldiers. I love y'all. miss y'all. praying for y'all always. Please come hang out with me in the chat room tonight if you can. Um, so the new Star Wars movie, I'm really curious to see what people are saying. I, I actually have not looked anything up about it yet. I hadn't had a chance. Well, I guess I had a chance, but I was so tired. My rhythm is really off. I have become a night owl like when I was younger. I just... I just don't sleep at night. I stay awake. I try to go to sleep, end up listening to all these other great podcasts, especially, I think I've mentioned before, but shout out to School of Laughs Laughs podcast with Rick Roberts. Love it. I love the last episode. I heard my uh, friend mention Clay Clay Claiborne. Oh, dear. I don't want to say his name wrong. Forgive me. Uh, Check out my a couple of my favorite podcasts, actually three, I have three podcasts I would highly recommend besides my own. I hope you'll keep listening to mine, uh, but just so you know what I end up listening to when I don't sleep and become a night owl lately is School of Laughs. You can go to schooloflaughs.com, click on podcast, and the last and most recent interview is Claiborne Cox, and he 
is a really, really good clean comedian, really funny. Uh, he mentioned one of my comedian friends named Kristen Weber. She lives in Atlanta. I missed her. She used to perform. We met her at open mics here in Dallas a long time ago. She's amazing. She, I love her. She plays instrument. She's a musician slash comedian. Really funny. She's gone on tour and everything. And it was the second time I heard her name mentioned. So I was all excited. So I sent her a message. I was like, oh my gosh, I heard your name mentioned again. Um, this lady, Carrie, I think her name is Carrie Palmerelli that Kristen opened for uh, a while back. She was interviewed a while back as well on School of Laughs, which is hosted by Rick Roberts, this Christian comedian in Nashville. I love him. I want to take his classes in person so bad. I do have a comedy dad here in Dallas named Dean Lewis. Shout out to him. A few years ago, I took his class at the Improv, and he's a great guy. I just felt like I needed some like additional support with my face, my stamp comedy dreams and aspirations, and God landed me into the School of Laughs podcast. And so Rick Roberts hosts it, and he has an online cat comedy and, and writing and such. And so I ended up uh, getting into that, and it was really good. I highly recommend it. So, yeah, School of Laughs podcast. Um, just go to schoolblast.com. Excuse me. I think you can find it on iTunes as well, yeah. Um, and the other two podcasts I would highly recommend that I've been listening to faithfully <laughs> as I become a night owl and let's stay up all night listening to are uh, – Hello, Ross. I'm oh, sorry. I keep wanting to say hello, Ross. That was the name of the talk show. Ross Matthews hosts a really fun podcast. It's really fun and upbeat. He hosts it with his friends, his managers, like his friend also, and then a few of his friends. And they just have a good time, kick back, relax, make jokes. They're really funny. You can just tell they have a great friendship, you know, great vibe. Uh, so if you need to laugh, trust me, just listen to one episode. You will be laughing hysterically by the end of that hour or, or so. Um, but, yeah, it's called Straight Talk with Ross. And it, you can look it up, uh, go to, I think you can go to helloross.com and then click the podcast link. Yep. And it'll lead you to Straight Talk with Ross. And I think it's also on iTunes. And last but not least is The Ozone, another one of my favorites by my favorite actor, Omar Miller. And it's all about sports. So technically, even though Ross Matthews is a comedian uh, and also been your talk show host, podcast host, all that. He he used to have a uh, TV talk show for a couple of seasons, by the way. It was really good. Um, and he's been a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. He's done a lot of stuff, actually. He's been a lot of people remember back in his younger days, he was Rossi and Jay Jalen. was when he first got noticed, started. He's worked very hard many years now. I love him and don't know, which if you're a loyal listener of my show, you will know this definitely by now. If you're a new listener, then this is a little uh, tidbit for you. Ross Matthews is actually who inspired me to begin my own podcast after my parents passed away in 2008. I started this podcast. uh, At the time, I called it Internet Talk Show, and now I guess it's considered podcast. It's it's aired live and then recorded. you know, recorded, archived later, and on iTunes. So you can look at coffee, uh, look up Coffee Talk with Shell on iTunes if you want to listen to past episodes and such. But uh, yes, I love Ross very much, and I've been very, very thankful to and grateful to have uh, spoken with him many times. He's called in my show over the years, a few times here and there. I finally got to meet him in person a couple years back or so. Um, great guy, great guy. And um, so he, even though School of Laughs is actually all interviews of comedians, like aspiring comedians, well, mostly uh, 
entertain communities like all levels. Sometimes aspiring communities do. They do interview some of Rick's students, which is pretty cool. Um, but they also have veteran communities, all levels. Um, great advice. I mean, great, great advice. If you or anyone you know at any level of stand-up comedy, whether you're like me, aspiring comedian or um, veteran, you will learn something from any episode, really, of School of Laughs podcast. And then Ross's podcast is um, – it's not really stamp comedy advice. It might be somewhat life advice sometimes with Ross on his show, I think. It's, it sometimes gets a little philosophical, but mostly just fun games, stuff like that. You'll you'll just, just listen to one episode. You'll get a vibe for it. And then I like the variety. And then last but not least, again, the Ozone by Omar. It was hosted by Omar and his brother, Terry Omar Miller. He, I love him so much. His my he, he's known for many roles. He's on Ballers on HBO. He's known for, um, I think one of the first acting gigs he got noticed for and got well known for was and uh, being one of the main friends in Eight Mile with Eminem. But my favorite near and dear, close to my heart movies, which happens to also be one of his, that he's Anna, where he's nicknamed the Chocolate Giant. It's a true story about the Buffalo Soldiers. It is amazing. I was just watching it again the other day. It's just, oh, I love you, Omar. I love you, my friend. I miss you. Come back to Dallas. Come visit. Love him so much. Um, so yeah, so check out the Ozone with Omar Miller and his brother Terry. You can find Omar Miller and and the Ozone Sports Podcast on Facebook. It's really really good. Um, yeah, I'm gonna actually listen to his latest episode probably tonight because he talks about the NFL draft and stuff. And I think I mentioned last weekend I went to the NFL draft fan event. Really fun. They had this live event. I didn't realize at the time they host the event live, but then once you're inside, all the athletes aren't there because they're they're all like in the hometown of the teams. Even even Dallas Cowboys, they had a separate um, event venue for like those that were being drafted, you know, on, for the Cowboys that like, I think they also the Cowboys practice facility. I'm not sure. And, uh, which is ironic because the NFL draft live event itself was at Cowboys stadium. So it was still really fun because they had, you know, like ESPN, some other, uh, sports commentators there. It was really hyped, really cool, had all kinds of stuff and, and, you know, they were giving away free food and soda and, um, or no, not free soda, but free pizza, Pizza Hut. Thank you, Pizza Hut. Great sponsor. <laughs> um, and then um, they were giving away, well, you were winning chances. It was a free event itself outside the stadium, all kinds of stuff, fun stuff to look at, set up, great photo ops here and there with like large hum, uh, football size helmets, life size uh, um, helmets, as well as life size like um, mannequins wearing like all the different NFL team jerseys, just great photo opportunities everywhere, left and right. Got so many people taking advantage of those photo ops that I don't blame them. It was great. Um, and they had all these games. They had uh, former Cowboys being interviewed. You know, they had a lot of Cowboys players there doing autographs during the day and um, interviews and such since it was host, being hosted at, you know, Cowboys Stadium. Um, but once we, we, we were fortunate enough to get uh, to win tickets to, you know, get inside, you had to like kind of raffle basically to win tickets. But a lot of people were fortunate enough to win tickets to get inside and, and witness the event inside the stadium, the NFL draft event itself live. Didn't realize at the time that once we got in, it was a lot of uh, satellite videos, you know, showing all the different players different throughout the country, different states, um, you know, being drafted 
and announcing their teams and all that. It was really fun, but I think next year I would definitely try to go to the actual, you know, my hometown team's draft event instead. But it was a cool experience. You know, it's not every day that NFL drafts right here in Dallas, Texas at the Cowboys Stadium. <laughs> and I think they made a big deal about the first time at the uh, sports stadium or Cowboys Stadium or football stadium. I don't know, something like that. They would call Jabari later and get some clarification on that. He'd probably know best. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, so that was just a lot of stuff between last weekend and this weekend, a lot of fun stuff. Um, more recently, again, this weekend, free comic book day was Saturday. I got a Doctor Who comic book because I love Doctor Who. It's like this British sci-fi comedy series. And all these years, I cannot believe I had been missing out on Doctor Who, honestly. My adoptive family that raised me, um, my father I mentioned earlier that, you know, taught at high school, I taught my high school actually, um, gave me, you know, my surname, my maiden name that I grew up with, my last name I grew up with is a British last name, gave me British roots, British family roots through them, through that family side, outside of my family, family tree. And I, I watch sometimes just silly, like British comedies here and there, like on PBS or whatever, but I heard about Doctor Who, but I'm kind of surprised my dad never watched it because I would watch stuff like that with him, but, you know, British uh, comedy and stuff. And I just fell in love with it because I love British humor. I love Doctor Who. It's, it's, oh my gosh, it's so good. I have so much to catch up on. I get it on, um, I shouldn't tell y'all because everyone's going to be getting these and then I'm never going to be able to watch any more episodes because I think they only have like one disc each. But I watch, <laughs> I watch Doctor Who on Netflix DVDs, which I need to add the next ones on my list. But yeah, I think I've only gotten through like season two, season part of season three. I have so much still to catch up on, but I love the concept and I am so off on a tangent. Oh no, I'm not. I'm on, I'm not on topic now because that ties into free comic book day (laughs) Went to three comic book shops and, uh, one. Okay, here we go. So let me kind of chime in here. Um, actually let me play a song. When I come back, I will tell you my experience with free comic book day and the three comic book shops and the difference between all three of them. But if you want to call in, I'd love to hear your own experience about free comic book day. If you've seen the new star Wars movie, about Han Solo, um, the new Avengers movie, Avengers Infinity Wars, uh, or if you want to talk about any other trending topics, and or if you want to participate in open mic, I'd love to also have that that open to y'all. I have been challenging someone to call in and play an instrument. I still have not had that happen. But, uh, yeah, if you want to play an instrument, sing a song, perform spoken word or poetry, um, tell a joke, perform comedy, what have you, I would love that so much, too. I'd love to hear beautiful voices and your talents as well as your thoughts and opinions. So call in, share your thoughts on any current events and or participate in open mic night. Switchboard phone number here might help. (laughs) It's area code 323-642-1556 and then press one to talk live on air. And you can message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC during the show as well. But I hope you'll call in. I'd love to hear your beautiful voices again, as I said earlier. Uh, but again, if you need to jot it down, save it on your cell phone, what have you. Uh, again, the phone number here, switchboard number 323-642-1556, and then press 1 to talk live on air. Or again, you can message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this song. Let me find it here for you. Here is Let's, Actually, here's Lois Lane by Beans. We're talking about comic books and all and you can check out her music at beanmusic.com enjoy oh, 
Once again, that was Lois Lane by Bean. Again, you can check out her music at beanmusic.com. Her full name is Noelle Bean, but her artist name is Bean. Love her so much. Shout out to Bean. She is a beautiful, talented young lady and artist. Love her so much. All right. So doing trending topics tonight, if you want to um, call in and share thoughts, opinions on any trending topics from news stories, entertainment to sports, and or participate in open mic night, 
uh, perform, sing a song, uh, play an instrument. I would love that. Uh, tell a joke, perform comedy, uh, perform spoken word or read a poem, what have you, perform a poem. Again, the phone number here is Erico 323-642-1556 and press 1 to talk live on air. All right. So I was going to tell you all about the three different uh, comic book shops I went to on free comic book day. So shout out to all the comic book shops especially the ones that host their free comic book day. Hopefully they all did. It's a great promotion. I love it. So on the first Saturday of every, uh, first Saturday of May every year, I'm not sure how long they've had the tradition, but it's really cool. Um, so I just went to three comic book shops near here, but there was a difference between each I noticed that I wanted to share with y'all. Not major difference, but a little minor difference here and there, sort of. Well, let me just get into it. Okay. <laughs> So I went to the first comic book shop. Uh, I'm trying to think the name of it. Oh, forgive me. Um, first comic book shop called Collected, Game, Collected Comics and Games. It's the closest one. There used to be another one close, closer drive to me by our mall, but they closed quite a while back. Um, and the way I discovered they closed was because one day I drove there on free comic book day to learn they were closed and had to Google search the next closest comic book shop, which landed me to collected comics and games. I am not a comic book collector, by the way. <laughs> um, but I want to share this with y'all since, you know, it is uh, relevant with free comic book day and everything. And then um, that is a really, you know, fun tradition. So went there um, and this, Oh, I think all three, no, the first two stores, well, technically all three stores had us wait in line. I'd never seen that set up before at the first two comic book shops we went to because, um, yeah. So, okay. So normally you go in, or at least from my experience, go I'd go in and there'd be a table set up and I'd just say like grab however many, you know, like four or five books, whatever. But this time... They had all the free comic books like on a display numbered and they had employees, at least two employees, like kind of, so to speak, taking your orders. Like, okay, which four do you want? You know, look at display and then tell me which numbers, which comic books you want. And I'm guessing people just took too many or something because they had to have it, you know, controlled a little better now. I, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. I guess maybe it got so popular you know, with all these comic book movies comic book shops hopefully are doing better business and you know getting uh free comic book days even busier now but yeah the first time i'd seen that uh but the third comic book shop they've always what i've seen since i've gone there the third and last one did the same thing they normally do where you have to spin a will to see how many free comic books you get i spun the will and i landed on three but the nice lady gave me a fourth ticket so i got free comic four comic free comic books there uh the second one I think the first second one were also four each. Another first one was four, and I think the second one was also four. Uh, so yeah, so I ended up with four, eight, twelve. Yeah, so it was pretty good. Um, okay, so the first one again was collected comics and games, and that was the first thing I noticed that they changed up. Um, it's kind of a small store. It kind of goes back a bit, like like it's kind of like a vertical store instead of horizontal. You know what I mean? Shaped. Um, they do have a lot of stuff there. It's just kind of crammed in a little bit. 
and then they have this really nice back room where, like, people that are, I'm, I'm not really a game player myself, but, like, if you're in Dungeons and Dragons or Magic or what have you, you know, then they they have a great um, setup for that. So I highly recommend. So that's Collected Comics and Games uh, on Beach Street in near Fort Worth. So shout out to them. Uh, if you want to give them a shout out, check the, their stuff out. And then the second door, what was the name of the second store? Gosh, I always forget the name of the second one. Um, the third one always stands out to me the most. I'll tell you why in a minute because I don't go there that much, but it, I'll tell you why in a minute. It's got the most like hype, I think. Um, so, yeah, Collector Comics and Games, thank you all very much. Oh, they're very kind. And then the second one was this, I just went, you know, I'm just going in driving order here. <laughs> was um oh sci-fi factory okay so what stood out to me with them which i thought was really cool was a little crossover promotion first time i ever went there it was kind of a smaller store too it was in a plaza it was almost difficult to spot because their font lettering was kind of like small and they were next to like this gym that had big font lettering almost missed them and it was like a big plaza with tons of shops and stuff in the plaza so we almost missed them called Sci-Fi Factory, and they have more than one location with everything that threw us off, uh, but they were the second closest drive from home, and uh, so check them out, Sci-Fi Factory in Fort Worth, and they um, I think they're next to like UFC Gym. There's two locations, so make sure you go to that one if, you, if you're one of the locations I went to, uh, but what I really liked was the crossover promotion where they had roller derby. The girls from a local roller derby team were there and they're really nice, you know, dressed in their, you know, roller derby outfits and, and roller skates and all. I thought that was so cool. First thing, I didn't even know who they were at first. I just saw one girl wearing roller skates and thought she worked there because she was handing, like, out flyers and stuff. And first thing I even noticed and actually said to her was, like, I asked her, I said, wait, wait, I got to, I walked back to her. I was like, wait, I got to know if you're wearing roller blades or roller skates because something caught my attention. And I, I thought, she wearing roller skates, which I think is awesome because I grew up, you know, back in my day, like with a karate kid, we mentioned earlier at that same time was uh, growing up when we had roller skate parties. We still have some roller skate rinks around. There's actually one not far from me here where the roller derby girls used to skate, but I found out they moved there games to uh ironically where the ice hockey team plays the Brahmas. <laughs> we have a minor league ice hockey team and now i learned from them that they're in that same arena i was like oh interesting so really interesting because you know they have ice normally down <laughs> for the ice hockey so something else isn't it but uh yeah so anyway um it's interesting that that they do that not the roller skating rink anymore i think that would be i wonder how they do that how do they get rid of the ice how do they do that how do they convert ice hockey game to roller derby game? Do they just put something on top of the ice? Do they melt the ice? Oh, now I gotta know. Uh, hopefully our hopefully our ice hockey team's still there. Now I gotta look that up too. Gosh, it's been so long. I used to do some PR work for this cleaning company, and one of our uh, big, actually probably biggest client at the time was the Brahma's ice hockey team, their venue, and so I got to interview the, the owner and stuff. It was really fun. They're really cool uh, guys, but. Yeah, now I'm really wondering. <laughs> I hope they're still there. I haven't gotten a game there in forever. Yeah, it looks like they're still there. Okay, good. I'll just look at the schedule to see. But yeah, do y'all know how they would do that? Would they put the, um, would they cover the ice off or melt it? How do they do that? Go from ice hockey to roller derby game. Wow, that's so interesting. 
I just I should have asked the, the roller derby girls that. Anyway, so shout out to them. They're really nice, really sweet. Though. I'm trying to remember the name of their team now. I need to find the flyer. Give them a shout out because they're really awesome. You know, I should look them up and ask for an interview. I should have thought of that when I saw them. That would be fun to interview them on my talk show here. What do you all think? Should I try to interview some of the roller derby girls? What would you want to ask them if I did? Y'all need to let me know what questions would you want me to ask if I interview them. But yeah, they're really, really nice. Dallas Derby Devils. That's their name. You can go to derbydevils.com and they're their tickets are affordable. I think they said like $15 a piece. So not too bad. And and they have sell. I think I think they have sell prices like $12, $13 price stuff. I'm just looking here real quick. Yeah, $12 pre-sale online. Shuts off at noon on game days and the $15 at the door. So that's that's pretty reasonable pricing. Yeah, I've I've decided I think I'm going to actually try to check out a game. I've never I've only seen the movie Whip It. I have never been to a roller derby game, and I think it would be really fun to check it out. All right, so I think I'm going to look into messaging them, asking for uh, see if I can get them on the show, interview them. That would be really fun, really, really fun. I'd love to learn more. I have to definitely check out a game and learn more about them. Um, very cool. Okay, so again, yeah, so check out Dallas Derby. Devils on DerbyDevils.com and I thank them also for being part of Free Comic Book Day because that made it really fun and exciting to you know, something different when I thought of to to uh, meet them and check out their game so I think that was a wonderful crossover promotion idea, I really do so I appreciate y'all again and um, very cool alright uh, I'm just looking at all their names and pictures. Really cute. So cute. All right. They all have these nicknames. It's so cute. Huckleberry Jen. <laughs> Dirty Mouse Dow. Oh, Cobra Lily. Oh, I love it. Juice Box. Oh, so, so cute. So cute. Jet is a captain. Bailey Wheat is a co-captain. Gelatine Grace is co-act captain. Acute pain. Wow. This is one of the nicknames. Wow. Anita Riot. I love it. Bourbon Barbie. Oh, my gosh. I could go on and on. Y'all have got to check out their website. It's so cool. All right. So DerbyDevils.com. So shout out again to them. And then, um, so that's what stood out for the second comic book shop was the, the Roller Derby Girls. Really cool. And then the last one, so that and it, and it honestly went from like least hype to most hype in order, just happened to be coincidentally driving distance to closest to home for the south. So yeah, so start with collected comics and games, then went to Sci-Fi Factory where the girls, the roller derby girls were, and then last but not least, ended up um, the third and last place was uh, Generation X Games and Comics. Shout out to them, and I love them because they they have the to me, I think they have the best type from what I've seen. I haven't been to every comic book shop, but at least here locally, the ones I've seen uh, on Free Comic Book Day, I think they do the best promotion. Grand Griller Derby Girls was a cool crossover promo, but this one I love. They, I think they have more comic books. It's a bigger store, but not only that, they have tents in the parking lot. I mean, they are in the plaza, but they have you know tents from the parking lot. They do have an advantage that they 
are an easy exit off the highway right to them. You know, you can get to them, see them easily from the highway. So I think that's one advantage as well. But they, you know, they seize the opportunity because they have these tents in the parking lot. Um, they even have the whole free comic books are set up. They do is um, it was really busy and so, but really fun. <laughs> so get got in line inside. You know, they they you know give you the directions like okay, go online, get in line to spin the wheel. So the wheel's inside. You know, that night they gave me the extra fourth ticket. So you wait in line for a little bit. Um, actually, the longest line was the first line at the first door that you know had us go in the back where I think because the line was just. A little stall delayed because they don't just have you all just grab books on your own anymore, you because know, they have that whole setup now to, I guess, control the numbers better, monitor better, you know, if people want to grab too many comic books or what have you, you know, so they don't run out too soon um, with the employees, you know, you know, handing you which comic books you want, whatever, you know, the four limit. But anyway, but it was still all very nice and generous, so I appreciate each and every one of them. Uh, thank you all to all the staff and everyone that put it all together. And and all the artists as well. My gosh, providing so many free comic books, really cool. But yeah, so the the last one was my favorite because I think they had the most hype. They had actually had people in costumes. You know, you could take pictures. Um, they had the tent set up. Um, they even had an army tent, which I noticed on the website said it was gonna be Air Force meet and greet. But then when we got there, it ended up being army. And they had a really fun tent. They had like a couple of basketball hoops, like a inflatable. Um, like inflatable blow up setup for this uh, basketball hoop game. It was really fun. Played that. Um, there was some other game. This one guy was, and I can't remember what it was. I didn't do it, but it looked fun. Mostly the kids were doing that one, but I forgot what it was. Um, and then they had at least probably at least 10 people in costume all together, all these different superheroes, especially the ones from like Avengers movie recently and such. And you could, um, you know, get your picture with it. I didn't cause it's not my thing, but it was really fun to watch, and I loved seeing the little kids. There was this one little boy that took a picture with him, and then he, all of a sudden when they are about to take the picture, he put his hands up like uh, Spider-Man does, you know, like making spider webs. Oh, and we all just laughed and smiled. It was a chuckle because it was so cute, so, so cute. Um, but, yeah, so if you missed out, I hope you'll start that tradition yourself next year. You know, tell everybody, you your kids, whoever, you know, it's for all ages. They're kids and adults alike. I don't have kids, and I went <laughs> um, Saturday of May, which happened to land on Cinco de Mayo this year, which is really fun. And Taco Bueno had sent these really nice coupons in the mail for, like, the whole month of May. Uh, so, like, different coupons per week, right? And, like, one coupon was, like, $5 off, $10 or more. So it's pretty much half off your dinner price or really any meal, um, lunch or dinner. Um, I think you can get some free food too. And it was like free bean burger, all these come on. So anyway, so that's the other thing. I ended up eating all this Mexican food on, on <laughs> Cinco de Mayo. I normally eat Mexican food anyway, cause it's like my favorite. I live in Texas and Tex-Mex is very popular. So I had like, um, Chipotle for lunch and Taco Bueno for dinner, and it was so crowded. Oh, my gosh, everybody was using those coupons. I was like, okay, it's a Saturday. It's Cinco de Mayo, <laughs> and these, like, half-off coupons. So, yeah, triple whammy. So it was really crowded. I waited for probably an hour for the food at Taco Bueno. But, anyway, it was it was still worth it. I mean, half-off and free food. Can't beat that, right? And on Cinco de Mayo, nonetheless. So, yeah, so there's that. Uh, so we had Cinco de Mayo, free comic book day that was all on Saturday, Cobra Kai, 
really fun. Um, started watching that Friday night. Ended watching it Saturday night. Watched all. I think watched seven episodes. Seven or eight. No. I can't remember. I don't know. Two again are free on YouTube, and then episode three through ten. Um, is when I signed up for the free trial on YouTube Red to watch. But yeah, I, almost, I really almost watched all of them at once, which is rare for me to binge watch. I don't binge watch much, and I don't binge watch that long normally because I get really restless. Like I, I'll watch like music videos on YouTube or what have you because I get restless. But it was it was just that good. Like no kidding, so good. So I highly recommend Cobra Kai, uh, free comic book day again on first Saturday of May. Um, so you can do that next year, but but Cobra Kai you can do right now. I don't know when the series ends. I just thought of that. I wonder when they're going to take it down. I wonder how long it'll be on YouTube Red. And then I wonder from there if they're going to release it onto any other methods of, like, uh, you know, Netflix or whatever. Or if they made a deal where they can only have it on YouTube Red for so long and that's it. Hmm. Be interesting to see how that goes. And then also if they do a season two, which they definitely hinted at, so hopefully they'll follow through. You know, sometimes I have to wait and see if, how a budget does. I need to Google and see if I can get an answer about that. Does anyone know if there's going to be a season two on Cobra Kai? Because I would love to see that. Uh, so again, if you want to call in and share your thoughts on any trending topics, I'm talking mostly fun stuff tonight, but if you have thoughts on serious news topics too, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, Cobra Kai, the new series on YouTube Red, the follow-up sequel from the Karate Kid movies, so good. Highly recommend it. Um, also, the new Avengers movie, Avengers Infinity Wars. So good. Highly recommend that, too. <laughs> um, don't let anyone ruin that movie for you, though. Heads up. Try. If you have not seen the movie, I mean, I this is what I try to do. I really try. If there is something I know I really want, even Grey's Anatomy, I do this because it's like my favorite show and it's like Thursday and I want to see the new episode, but I have to record it, DVR it, and watch it later for whatever reason. I try to avoid social media. No joke. Like just avoid social media. Just don't even get on the internet, Twitter, all that. Don't, don't even get on there because someone might run it for you. You might just happen to see something. Like I'm not kidding. I, I literally try to avoid the internet until after <laughs> I watch a new movie or I watch a new uh, episode Grey's Anatomy, my favorite show, what have you. But Avengers, I'm telling you, even if you now, it's still worth watching because it happened to me. It was unintentional, but even though my community friends were posting and being very vague about it, it just unfortunately it was too obvious what it and what it was referring to and what it meant. And they tried really hard, but anyway. So unfortunately, it was kind of a spoiler alert for me in an indirect way. Um, before I saw the movie, but it was still worth seeing the movie. It was so good. Um, spoiler alerts, if any way possible, if you have not seen the movie yet. That's why I kind of talk vaguely about it myself, because I don't want to do that to y'all. <laughs> and then that Star Wars movie, I have not seen, so I would love to hear your thoughts on that as well. If anyone has seen it, please call in and do a review for us. That would be awesome. So again, if you want to call in, talk about Cobra Kai, Avengers, Infinity Wars, uh, the new Star Wars movie, the Han Solo movie, uh, Free Comic Book Day, NFL draft, you know, sports that was recent, um, or, or what have you. Uh, I know prom's been going on too. If you want to talk about prom, any any of y'all have kids that went to prom, or you yourself, if you're young listening, you went to prom, let me know. I always say this: I love that my parents went to prom for over 20 years in a row because they were both uh, high school teachers, and my dad taught at my high school and was my senior class sponsor, taught seniors, and he and my parents always chaperoned the prom. So I think that's really cool that they. Um, 
they always went to prom together. So ever since they passed away in 2008, I always say that they're they're together again in heaven, dancing together, you know, pain-free and all. I just think that's so beautiful that, I mean, I don't really know any other couple that went to prom for 20 years in a row. <laughs> could you imagine? I, I myself could not imagine going to prom that many years in a row. I think one time was too stressful enough for me. Uh, and my date, he was my friend, nothing more, nothing less, just a friend, good friend, friend for life. I love him dearly. Shout out to Jerry, but Jerry, you should have danced with me. That's my only regret. He didn't want to dance, and I should have just gotten up and danced on my own at least, you know, like that Robin song dancing on my own. So, yeah, I can't believe I went to my senior prom. And he was a junior. He wasn't even a senior, so he got a second chance, and I didn't. So I went to my senior prom and didn't even dance. My date didn't want to dance, and I should have just said, okay, fine. And I should have just gotten up and danced, though, because that is, like, music is my thing. Like, I love – I'm not a great dancer or anything. I just love to have fun, and I love music, and I love dancing, and – I can't believe I went to my own prom and never danced. That is so pathetic. <laughs> so take advice from me to dance. Don't care what anyone else thinks. And even if your date doesn't want to dance, who cares? Get up and dance anyway. Dance on your own. I've done that many times ever since because I love dancing. All right. So, yeah, even if I'm with friends or whatever and they don't want to get up and dance, I'm on a concert, I'll just dance myself because no regrets. <laughs> Live life to the fullest. All right, so let me play a song. Let me remind you again, if you want to call in and share your thoughts on any training topics and or participate in open mic night, again, the phone number here, switchboard number, uh, area code 323-642-1556, and press 1 to talk live on air, and or uh, message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. And in the meantime, let me find a different song for y'all. Give me just a moment here. Here is Glamour Zombie by Brandon Hilton. You can find Brandon Hilton on Facebook. Enjoy. Yeah. 
Again, you can find him on Facebook, Brandon Hilton on Facebook. Check out his music, uh, fashion line, acting, debut, and more. I learned more about him. I love him. Shout out to Beautifully Handsome. Hope you're doing well over in the Carolinas. Many, many talents he has. Um, So I'm going to play one more song. I want to come back. We'll talk a bit about prom. I noticed an article about a prom for the Parkland High School students where unfortunately that horrible uh, shooting incident occurred a while back. So in the meantime, we'll play another song called Stay A While. So I hope you'll stay a while. We've got another hour to go uh, by Bean. Stay a while by Bean. Again, check out her music at beanmusic.com. And uh, I'll be watching the switchboard, so feel free to call in any time. If I don't answer right away, hang tight. I'll get to your call as soon as I can. Again, that phone number, switchboard number, 323-642-1556, and press 1 to talk live on air or message me on Twitter at CoffeeTalkWC. And when I come back, I'll, I'll talk a bit more about um, prom, how they handled prom at uh, Parkland High School in Florida. I'm sorry, I said Parkland. Parkland, Florida. Parkland is the city name. My apologies. Stoneless Dugman, I believe, is the school name. I apologize. I said it incorrectly. Douglas Stoneman. Douglas Stoneman High School in Parkland, Florida. I believe four four of the students that passed away that were killed were seniors that sadly weren't did not get to attend their own prom. Um Mm. Can't even imagine. I cannot. I just can't even imagine. But I, I really do hope and pray. You know, as these these survivors, these students continue to carry on and and live life to the fullest. I, I do hope that they are creating wonderful memories. That's definitely definitely what they need. Happy memories, not horrific ones. You know. Of course, they don't. We'll never forget their 
what happened or the friends they lost and classmates they lost. But, um, yeah, I really hope that prom was an amazing, wonderful time for them. So we'll uh, talk a bit more about that when I return um, here in a moment after this next song. Here's Stay Well by Bean. Once again, that was Stay a While by Bean. So um, before I go continue, just want to remind you all, if you want to call into the switchboard, it's about an hour to go. Phone number again is area code 323-642-1556. Press 1 to talk live on air or message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC, discussing uh, trending topics, including news stories, entertainment, sports, what have you. Open to hearing your thoughts on any of those different aspects, stories. Um, with trending topics 
or if you want to participate open mic night, I always love to give you all the opportunity to do that as well and share your talents, whether it's comedy, poetry, or music, what have you. Um, Let's see here. So I mentioned before the last song, I was going to talk a little bit more about this prom, uh, senior prom they had at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, where the horrible mass shooting occurred. This is on website uh, Sun Sentinel, sun-sentinel.com, and it's an article by Ann Gagas, a contact reporter. The headline says, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High Prom, Dancing Away from Tragedy, Mindful of the Missing. There's one aspect of the prom I thought was really interesting and well thought out the way they they did it. I'll mention it here as I get into that part of the article pointed out. Um, Okay, so it says here, the the prom goers walked into an enchanted forest Saturday night. Um, It's kind of paraphrased here. Main ballroom at Weston Hotel, Florida, Fort Lauderdale, excuse me, the Weston Hotel, Weston Fort Lauderdale Beach Resort was decorated with trees and green thickets. Um, says there were actors disguised as forest creatures, wood nymphs, and deer scampered about as 850 students. Wow, that's a lot. 850 students came to step away for one night from the horrific event that rocked all of their young lives. Wow, that is a lot of students. Are they all seniors? Oh my gosh, that is a lot. I wonder if they had um, strict rules. You know, some, 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 well, at least when I was in high school, I don't know if it's like this now. They were kind of strict, like you had to get special permission to bring a date if they weren't your same school. I think I think they were okay if we brought school as long as they're from our school, but even if it was a different grade, because, you know, my date was a junior and I was a senior, my own senior prom. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought of that, because that's a lot, 850 students. I didn't realize that school was that large. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's such a scary thought, thinking about the mass shooting occurred there and all of that many students attend just 850 alone for a senior prom. Wow. Um, it says each table had a floral centerpiece more than four feet tall. Oh, and butterflies were released from the rooftop. Oh, how beautiful. Oh, wow. Um, and I didn't even notice that earlier in the article. I noticed this other thing about a, a separate room, like a quiet room, which I thought was a really cool idea. Um, it says, but murdered friends, oh, staff, and classmates were still front and center. A giant ice sculpture stood in the hallway proclaiming hashtag MDC. SD Strong, wait, MSD, sorry, MSDS, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. No. Why am I getting the initials confused? Oh, high school. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Oh, because they, they don't really put the first names. They go by Stoneman. Stoneman. Okay, I, I think I get it. SDHS. Yeah, Stoneman Douglas High School. Okay. <laughs> I was getting confused. Um, No? No, I'm wrong again. M is for Marjorie, S for Stone, D for Douglas, and then Strong. Oh, okay. MSD Strong. Okay, I misread the S. Okay. Sorry, got sidetracked with that. All right. <laughs> so they had the ice sculpture that said hashtag MSD Strong in all capital letters. And then my favorite part, it says there was also a room set aside for quiet reflection. You know, I volunteer taught grief recovery classes after my parents passed away for many years, and I I think that's a wonderful, beautiful idea. So even though you're at the problem, if you just need to get away, you might, you know, these students could probably feel overwhelmed at times. It's wonderful that they thought that through to have this quiet reflection room, you know, a moment to step aside and all. Uh, that was beautifully 
well thought out, I have to say. Um, all right. So they focus on this one girl named Nicole Barreto, 17, says she had her hair done up at Greenlet's, professionally applied makeup. It's ready late Saturday afternoon to walk into her first formal dance. I'm trying to have a good time, she said, a soft-spoken, uh, who will be starting at University of Florida in the fall, with plans to become a doctor. Oh, good for her. Just want to make sure I have a good time with all my friends. There was some thought given to cancel some of the traditional end-of-school-year celebrations like prom and light of the tragedy, but the school decided to celebrate. Donations have poured in as businesses donated items to make the prom unforgettable. The hotel, the DJ, the florist, the decorator, and all the other prom vendors offered to donate their services for free or at cost. Oh, that is amazing. It reduced each ticket price by nearly $100 compared with the last year's event. Oh, I believe that. Y'all remember how expensive prom is? I mean, just having to buy a prom ticket alone, I think, was at least $100 for me. That was in 1992, May 1992. Yeah, it was my prom. Or maybe it was in April, uh, May was graduation. Uh, But, yeah, 1992, I think I paid at least $100 per – well, my parents did. Thank you to my parents. (laughs) Um, $100 for prom ticket, and then the prom dress itself was probably at least $100, if not more. Don't ask me why I got one of those huge old-fashioned – Ones with the, what's it called, petticoat underneath? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Crazy me. I know. Huge dress. Almost tripped on the, well, I did pretty much trip on the escalator for this senior walk part of the prom that night. Anyway, oh, my goodness me. So that is wonderful to hear that all these, uh, wow, businesses sponsored their prom. That is really nice to hear, learn. Uh, Daniel Estevez, the general manager of the resort, said his staff works with the prom committee trying to balance acknowledging the horrific event and giving them a night to remember. Oh, wow. We're proud to be a part of it, he said. Broad chairs off detail stood at the front entrance, the only way revelers were allowed in. Uh, The senior class is going to be missing some of its members. We don't forget that none of us said Rebecca Schneid, a senior who dressed in a black gown for the event. Oh, that's a nice idea. Um, her prom proposal involved rose petals. She tried on 10 different gowns before she settled on a gold sparkling tulle gown she wore Saturday. A party bus with 39 others whisked her to that prom. But it's hard to forget that she was in the same advanced placement English lit class Carmen Shun Troop, also a senior, had before she was killed. Oh, everyone's going to fill it, she said. After putting on fresh coat of lipstick, she reflects on how it's been to have some of her classmates become instantly recognizable figures with million of twi- millions of Twitter followers and appearances on worldwide airwaves. I think it's cool, she said. They got out there and spoke about what they are passionate about. Cards from the funeral she went to and hashtag never again wristbands will soon be joined by her press prom corsage of roses and a memory box she keeps. Oh, wow. I keep it close to my heart, she said. Mm. Wow. Uh, I do love that. They had the the quiet room, you know, reflection, quiet time room. Wow. Beautiful. Mm-mm-mm. There's a video and a picture also you can see on the website there. Um, yeah, there's many articles. That's just one of many articles, some different aspects, different um, seniors they interviewed from the school about their prom. There's another one on TampaBay.com. I'm just kind of skimming through. It says it's uh, four, 
on by Associated Press, uh, four uh, Florida high school seniors, Slane and Amashing, were honored by their classmates celebrating their senior prom. The main ballroom was transferred Saturday into the Enchanted Forest. And of course, we mentioned the ice sculpture. That um, the butterflies were released from the rooftop once again, and that room set aside for anyone needing quiet reflection. Um, let's see here. The victims, the four seniors, the victims that that passed away, unfortunately, due to the mass shooting that didn't get to make it to their own prom were Meadow Pollock, Nicholas DeWart, Joaquin Oliver, and Carmen Sintroop. Wow. Oh, wow. They interviewed uh, Carrie Oglesby, who wore a pink tool gown with an altered neckline, and... Oh wow! She also got a pearly pink French manicure for the occasion. She she was interviewed and she said that she and one of her friends that had passed away had discussed shopping for their prom dresses an hours before shooting. I would have just worn a simple black dress, but I know Meadow would have argued with me that it would be too plain. Me wearing this pink sparkly thing and me doing my nails the way Meadow would have is my way of making sure Meadow doesn't miss prom. Oh wow. These kids are so mature for their age. They had to grow up so fast, y'all. Oh, it says, um, oh, wow. Another friend, Nicolette Misiata, also drew Pollock's name under a small crown on their left shoulders. Oh, wow. And it says she also wore pink dangle bracelets on her wrist with the words Princess Meadow written across them. Pollock's father came to see the girls off. And their magenta limousine. The windows were covered in fuchsia paint with the words "We love you, Meadow." Oh wow! The dad's the the, the victim's father, uh, Andrew Pollock, said, "I could barely get myself to come here. I'm here though." Oh wow! That's amazing. That is so sweet. What great sentiment they did for her. Wow, beautiful. Love that. Uh, we still got almost an hour to go, 50 minutes, almost an hour. So if you want to call in, say hello, talk about um, that or any trending topics or Cobra Kai. I'd love to talk about Cobra Kai some more. <laughs> um, or the new Avengers movie or the new Han Solo movie, which I'm going to try to find some feedback on that after this next song about the Han Solo because I haven't read any reviews on it yet at all. Uh, phone number again here. Call into the switchboard at area code 323 642 one five five six, and then press one to talk live on air, or message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. And in the meantime, I hope you enjoy this next song. Let me find it here for you. I haven't played a Michael Franti song yet, so here is "Hey Hey Hey" by Michael Franti and Spearhead. And check out his music, his band, and music and tour dates. They're currently on tour at michaelfranti.com. And I'm so excited he and his wife, Sarah, have a baby boy on the way. They're expected, uh, her due date is September 4th. They're excited for them. They have been in Bali um, at a soul rocker retreat. They host with yoga and music, and they added fitness for the first time. And, oh, my gosh, pictures and videos look like they had an amazing time. I want to go so bad. This, oh, my gosh, soul shine. Look up Michael Franti and his uh, soul shine retreat in Bali. It looks amazing. Looks like serenity. <laughs> Here is Hey 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 by Michael Franti at Spearhead. Just remember if you're ever feeling down and need music to lift you up, this is definitely one to turn to here. Not just this song, but pretty much any of his music, but this one especially. Enjoy. 
up in the morning, all I do is pray For some guidance and protection on the streets today And an answer to the questions I ask every day So tell me why do the birds that used to fly here Tell me why do they come to die here And all the kids that used to run here Tell me why do they load their guns here I remember in the days when we were one heart No need to be bent I just wrap my arms around you Don't give up, this song is for you Once again, that was Hey, Hey, Hey by Michael Franti and Spearhead. Again, you can check out his band, he and his band's music and tour dates at michaelfranti.com. And also, um, he has a new documentary they just premiered not long ago that they are hopefully going to um, trying to find the name of it. How did I blank out? I normally know the name of this documentary. Oh, Stay Human. They had a world premiere of this new documentary called Stay Human. 
I think they premiered it April 27th in, I think, Colorado. But yeah, uh, film festival. No, New Jersey, my my bad. They may have initially shown it in Colorado. I don't know now. I thought it was New Jersey, but apparently it's... I mean, Colorado, but it's New Jersey, I think. Oh, I thought Asbury Park was Colorado. Wait, you know what? Yeah, I didn't realize that was New Jersey. My bad. Okay, so, <laughs> all right, and it got great reviews. So it's called Stay Human, and it's a documentary about people that inspire Michael Franti. You know, people that you know, people always tell him all the time, your music inspires me, you're so positive, and thank you. Which, you know, he, I'm one of those many people inspired by him and his music. And so he turned around and did um, a documentary about a few main people in his life that have, you know, inspired him beyond belief and and how they do that, you know, what they do. And I think that's really cool. So um, it got great reviews called Stay Human. And apparently it premiered in New Jersey, not Colorado. And it's very park uh, film festival on April 27th. And I know they have another showing coming up, but I can't remember where I was trying to find it, but uh, go to the website, michaelfronti.com to, um, to find more information about it. I, I'd love to see it. I hope they bring it to Dallas. If not, you know, get it online uh, somehow. I'd love to see it. But, uh, yeah, so just remember, Stay Human documentary. Um, go to michaelfronty.com to find more info on that. And also on um, his music and tour dates. <laughs> he always has a lot going on. As well as his yoga retreat center where they do all kinds of cool um, things. You can go any time of year. I know he and his wife are there a few times a year. Um, but they have like always having different yoga teachers, different events there um, throughout the year. So yeah, it definitely sounds like a place of serenity. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see here, Soul Shine. That's the name of Yoga Retreat Center at Bali. Beautiful, looks so beautiful. I love seeing the pictures of it. All right, so 40 minutes to go. Let me see what people are saying about this new Star Wars movie since I haven't really read anything about it. I'm just going to go straight to Twitter first and see what people are saying. And feel free to call in and share your own thoughts about uh, Solo, a Star Wars story, and or um, the new Avengers movie, or Cobra Kai. So good. <laughs> Cobra Kai. Um, this new TV show series. Well, I don't, do you call it a TV show when it's not technically on TV? It's on YouTube, Red. <laughs> I don't know. That's so what a funny thought. Oh, I would see Star Wars, the new Star Wars movie, just realizing and remembering that Donald Glover's in it. I know he hosted SNL Saturday night last night. I haven't watched the whole episode. I saw like probably the first five, ten minutes of SNL, but it looked really cute and silly. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, I'm trying to find reviews. People are saying, and, um, Ah, videos are coming up with Donald Glover. <laughs> wow, it says a Hollywood reporter says Han Solo tracking for a record 160 million plus Memorial Day bout. Wow, good for them. Sounds like it did pretty well then for opening weekend. Hmm. Just a second here. I'll keep watching the switchboard as well. I have no idea what the oh <laughs> oh how funny oh how funny William Shatner tweeted 32 minutes ago how come they never made Hans in a 
carbonite chocolate bars. Oh, I gotta retweet this. So funny. And then this guy Darren Doc retweeted or replied to him. They did with this picture of a chocolate bar with Han in the middle, and then Michael Flynn, also known as BNFOS on. Oh my gosh, I'm loving so much on Twitter. I saw just have a half an hour ago on Twitter. Wrote never knew Han Solo had a creamy chocolate snare. Good to know. Oh, that is so funny. It actually looks like a really cool candy bar. It almost looks like soap, you know, like uh, sculpted soap, but it's chocolate. It looks, you know, it's like a chocolate, oh, funny, carbonite chocolate bar. Oh, my gosh, but it looks like a soap sculpture. That is too cool. Okay, and you can just follow me on Twitter, Coffee Talk WC. I'm retweeting whatever I read, share with y'all, so it's quick access. Oh, okay, but I still haven't found reviews except for the what they made opening weekend, which sounds pretty good. But I still want to know what people are saying about the movie. Solo, a Star Wars. I can't figure out the best way to put it on Twitter. You know, you have to figure out the hashtags they use. All right. To find stuff sometimes. It's funny because they don't always put the hashtag like you would think. I think that's what's throwing me off right now. Because when it comes up, it keeps coming up with um, free comic book days. Maybe I'm saying the movie title wrong. Let's see here. This second. Solo a Star Wars. No, it's Solo a Star Wars story. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about it yet. So I'm really intrigued to find out what people are saying. Okay. Oh, and I just realized why I'm not finding any reviews on it, because <laughs> I keep forgetting it hasn't opened yet. I, I I thought because it was free comic book day and they they bumped up the Avengers a week beforehand, I kept thinking that the solo Star Wars movie was uh, this weekend free comic book day, but I just realized someone wrote, thank you, Marvel and DC make a fan also known as comic book craze. They're, they just tweeted two minutes ago, just bought my opening night fan event ticket <laughs> for Solo a Star Wars story. So it hasn't actually started yet. So I guess that's why I'm having trouble reading reviews. But didn't I just say something about a box office opening weekend? I guess maybe they aired it somewhere else, re pre released it. Yeah, it says Thursday, May twenty fourth. First time locally here near me, seven o'clock, seven PM on Thursday night. Well good to know. So it's actually next weekend. Well, that's good. I can still check it out opening weekend, and that would be fun. So I guess I'll talk about it, try to watch it next weekend, and then do a review on it during the uh, Coffee Taco Show during our segment next weekend. So, yeah, so heads up. If you want to call in and do a review on Solo, a Star Wars story, there's plenty of time. Check it out next weekend, and then call into my show Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central Time. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. No wonder I couldn't find a review. I totally forgot. I'm really curious to see how it'll do. Oh, how funny. Okay. Oh, did Ron Howard do the movie? Interesting. You know, a name I've noticed on Cobra Kai, I'm wondering if it's the, the same Will Smith, the actor Will Smith. I don't know if it's, it said Will Smith was like one of the three, I think, executive producers behind Cobra Kai. And so now I'm wondering if that is um, 
is that is um, my favorite. I love Will Smith. He's like my celebrity crush. If that is him or a different Will Smith. No, yep, it's it's him. Perfect. On USA Today, as his name listed, headed to YouTube with new projects, as well as Priyanka, Priyanka Chopra. Interesting. Oh, wow. YouTube's in the process of creating a number of scripted shows and original programming. Some of the shows will be free, not part of the company's YouTube Red subscription service, and others will be part of their premium program going to compete with Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon. YouTube is seeing stars. <laughs> wow. And Will Smith, the jump off, the accepts the ultimate fan challenge, the bungee jump from a helicopter of the Grand Canyon. Wow. To raise awareness for charity, cameras will follow him around as he prepares for the jump, which will be live streamed on YouTube on his birthday, September 25th. And then Priyanka Chopra will host If I Could Tell You Just One Thing, and that series will travel the Quantico star on a journey across the globe to meet and ask advice from some of the most inspirational politicians, religious leaders, environmentalists about changing the world. Wow. Really interesting. Well, YouTube's really getting into all this. And then this is another one here on a USA Today article. It says, Best Shot from Executive Producer LeBron James is a new documentary series premiering this summer on YouTube's NBA channel that follows Central High School Blue Devils in Newark, New Jersey, as they're mentored by former Chicago Bulls point guard Jay Williams and find community through basketball. Oh, that sounds really interesting. Oh, Demi Lovato's working on a second project for YouTube after last year's Simply Complicated. Did y'all watch that? It was so good, wasn't it? I loved her documentary. Yeah, she did a documentary called Simply Complicated about her life on YouTube. It was free. I watched it. It was so good. Um, Kevin Hart is coming back for a second season for of his show, What the Fit, which features the comedian and his friends trying out unique and outlandish workouts. I haven't even seen the first one. I'll have to check that out. I'm, I, I guess I need to take advantage of YouTube Red during my 30-day free trial. Wow. Really interesting. Oh, I think the pu- it says the push for more of the scripted content comes in the wake of the major controversy surrounding YouTube star Logan Paul. Uh, if y'all hadn't heard, he'd filmed himself with a suicide victim last December during a trip to Japan that spawned other racist vlogs uploaded to the site. Uh, the YouTube YouTube CEO, Susan Wojcicki, I'm not sure how to say her last name, huh? Uh, told advertisers, with openness also comes challenges as some have tried to take advantage of our services. This year, we devote tremendous resources to address these challenges, and we are committed to continuing our investment going forward. There isn't a playbook for how open platforms operate at our scale, she continued. But the way I think about it, it's critical that we are on the right side of history. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. I was just, wow. I was just looking at Watch Cobra Kai, and now I see all this. So I'm intrigued more about YouTube Red. Uh, we still got half an hour to go. We we'll play another song. Keep watching the switchboard. Again, the phone number is area code three two three six four two one five five six. Press one to talk live on air. You may try to call Jabari here in a moment. See if we can get any sports updates. Uh, in the meantime, hope you enjoy this next song called "Reason to Live" by Misty Mayhem. Check out her music at mistymayhem.com, and you also can find Misty Mayhem on Facebook. One of my first guests ever, so she's near and dear to my heart. Love this girl. Lots of talent. Enjoy. 
Well, I ain't no millionaire living up high, looking down on the world, labor waste so I can make a dime. I ain't up in Hollywood, memorizing lines, making money off my makeup. Again, that was Reason to Live by Misty Mayhem. Check out her music at mistymayhem.com and find Misty Mayhem on Facebook. And again, if you want to call in, we're discussing trending topics. Mostly I've talked about um, sharing my experiences with Free Comic Book Day, watching uh, Cobra Kai, so good. Highly recommend watching it. And if you can, 
if you have the time, binge watch it. But if not, just watch it. <laughs> I, I don't normally binge watch, but there's something else I'm going to binge watch later is um, because Grey's Anatomy is my favorite show. And the season finale is coming up really soon. I'm really sad because a couple of the characters are leaving. Um, they've already publicly announced it, so it's no spoiler alert. But they're in the last episode kind of already alluded to one of the characters leaving um, Arizona and April. Arizona, they've already hinted that she's going to, uh, her character is going to leave the show by having the character move, I think, to New York where um, her ex-wife and daughter um well, she has the daughter. They have, she's divorced, and her and her ex-wife share a daughter. And I think they're going to, um, you know, our daughter moved back with her and just hasn't been adjusting well. Daughter wants to go back to the other mom, but also her. So she's going to move her and her daughter to, I believe, New York, um, across the country because they're based in Seattle. So they're going to, um, yeah, so that was like the end of last episode at the very end. I was like, oh, no, so sad. So she's a great actress, great character. Um, the daughter wasn't really on the show much, just a tad bit here and there from recent episodes that they've had her on. She's a good little actress, but not sure much. But Arizona, the adult, the doctor uh, uh, character, uh, yeah. So so that I know pretty much I think she's going to – I don't know for sure, but that's what they're alluding to is that she's going to – you know, her character is going to move – to, to New York to for the daughter, you know, to do that for the daughter, for the kid. She broke up with the girlfriend she had, and now she is going to move her and her daughter to New York so the daughter can have both moms in close vicinity. Um, so she's leaving the show, and the other character uh, they announced that won't be on the show after the season is April. And I think, I don't know, they're alluding to she may be dying maybe not i don't know see that's the thing gray's nami does this thing <laughs> they get you attached to characters like Derek was a huge character and they had him die and, you know like you some of these characters are, have been on the show for years sometimes the actors want to leave sometimes they don't um it's really interesting shonda rhimes is an amazing writer they have a great group of writers i've personally have thought many times about creating writing an episode and, and submitting it just for grins not that it would ever get picked up but you never know uh, um yeah i love love this show it's like my favorite show like i'm so grateful that my favorite show is is on a long time and they're renewed for another season but it, it you know how it is it's difficult when you get so attached to these characters and then some of the some of the main ones they end up you know going away but anyway but they showed a um preview where it looks like something bad happens to April. I don't know if she dies or not. I'm kind of wondering. So, um, yeah, I'm going to miss her too. But uh, but anyway, so the same writer, same creator, Chandra Rhimes, has another show. They did a spinoff show called Station 19. And so I've been recording because the news, uh, Grey's Anatomy is going to end soon. And so that'll be kind of like my, oh, I might end up binge watching it, but I'm going to try to just save it. So when my Grey's Anatomy is not on, then I can watch the Station 19 during those times because I wanted to give, you know, give it a try. I'm not always crazy about spinoffs. I mean, I think the new Roseanne spinoff is very successful or not spinoff, but sequel. But Station 19 is technically a spinoff show. Uh, one of the, the guys, the chief surgeon, uh, her husband left being a doctor and becoming a um, fireman. And so, um yeah, so that's the spinoff. They chose his character to kind of, you know, go into the spinoff show. So I'm intrigued. I, I have a lot of old high school friends that have become firemen, firewomen. And so I'm really intrigued to 
to learn more. I've always wanted to like tour a fire station. I've never done that. Um, you know, I have family friends that are firemen. I, I myself had a cousin, may he rest in peace, that died serving. Um, and another one that died not serving, but just yeah, was a, happened to be a fireman and, and did die um, due to other reasons. So I've, you know, I just, I remember him missing so many family events because he was always working holidays and all this around the clock. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be really cool to check out a new show over the summer. Uh, and of course, <laughs> at the same time, I'm probably going to end up watching Big Brother all the time too, so we'll see. But yeah, I'm kind of saving that Station 19 aside. So if you've seen it, let me know what you think, but don't, no spoiler alerts, please. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. Um, but yeah, I'm a little sad about Grey's Anatomy. I probably should dedicate a whole episode of this show to Grey's Anatomy, really. I could talk to fans of that show all day, all night. I love that show so much. <laughs> but yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Okay, so we got about 22 minutes to go. Uh, a reminder, if you want to call into the show, it's Screaming Eagles, if y'all are listening, I love y'all and miss y'all. I don't know if you're able to come by the chat room or not tonight. If you are, please say, come by, say hello, I'm here. Um, shout out, special shout out to Emmy and Sergeant First Class Jack and Master Sergeant Burby and all the Screaming Eagles. I love y'all and I, I miss those that we've lost so many over the years, including First Lieutenant Diane and Captain James. I miss and love them. I know they're watching all of you up in heaven, being your guardian angels. Um, I can never say thank you to each of you enough. And I uh, don't want to forget because it's important to me to keep this tradition. And uh, normally I do this when I know they're in the chat room or I know for sure they're listening. But uh, I know normally if they can't listen live, sometimes they have limited internet time, sometimes they have outages. You know, they're overseas, Iraq, Afghanistan, they can't always, you know, tune in. But they usually go back in the archives if they can't listen to my show live and listen to it, the latest episode later. So I'm pretty sure hopefully they'll get to hear this and so message. So I want to play my song for y'all. I, I dedicate it to all the military and veterans and their loved ones. And a special dedication to the Screaming Eagles, Soldiers, and Emmy. <laughs> Call her an honorary one. She's an Air Force and Screaming Eagles are Army. Um so special dedication song, especially to y'all. And again, I can never say thank you enough to each of you for all y'all do. I saw a commercial actually earlier. It said, uh, I think it's Military Spouses Appreciation Day is coming up. So and I always try to acknowledge not just military veterans, but their loved ones as well, because I realize how many sacrifices all the families make as well, families and friends, loved ones of military veterans. So thank you all again. And um, and that reminds me, that movie, Thank You for Your Service with Miles Teller, I got on Netflix DVD. I saw it in the theater, but I'm going to watch it again on DVD. It's so good. Love Miles Teller, by the way. <laughs> I think I have a celebrity crush on him. Usually it's just Will Smith, but I'm starting to really crush on Miles Teller. He's done some really good movies. <laughs> the War Dogs and Thank You for Your Service. He's so, such a good actor. So cute, too. <laughs> anyway, here is my song of dedication to y'all called Time to Go Home by Michael Franti and Spearhead.
Once again, that was Time to Go Home by Michael Fronti and Spearhead. Again, my song and dedication to all military and veterans and their loved ones, and a special shout out and dedication to my soldier friends, the Screaming Eagles. I love y'all and, and me too. Uh, please keep all of them in your thoughts and prayers. Greatly appreciate that. And also, uh, as a reminder, that reminded me <laughs> to remind y'all about that program called uh, Cup of Joe for send over a cup of coffee to a soldier serving overseas or in the States. It's a really cool program through greenbeanscoffee.com. Yeah, greenbeanscoffee.com. Um, just go there and then click greenbeanscoffee.com and then click Cup of Joe for a Joe. And just for $2.50, you can thank a member of the Armed Forces for their service with a hot, fresh cup of coffee, a green beans coffee, and a personal message. It's really cool. And um, they also have the option, if you know someone serving, you can um, just make sure that, you know, you have their contact info and all. Um, you can purchase a gift card for them as well. Um, but the Cup of Joe for Joe program is really cool because you can, like, include your email, get a note back, possibly, you know, from that service member and it's really neat it's really cool for maybe even you know become pen pals out of the deal you never know but you know it's the least we can do for them with all they got going on you know um but yeah go to greenbeanscoffee.com uh cup of joe for joe link again two dollar fifty cents for uh to serve a, a cup of coffee thank a member in the military and or uh trying to find it here military coffee cards is the other link starting at i think 25 dollar increments yeah 25 dollar increments um to send coffee to a soldier you know serving all right so just a little under 15 minutes to go kind of wind down here plays a little more music as we wrap up oh before i forget if you want to ever send me your topic suggestions and or guest interview request or just say hello anytime feel free to do that best way to reach out to me is on twitter at coffee talk wc so if there's any topics you'd be interested in um, being covered on this show on this podcast and or uh, you yourself would like to be a guest or you want to nominate someone to be a guest, interviewed, uh, again, send, send me your info or their info. Best way, again, uh, initially reach out to me is on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC and then go from there. I do read all the requests, take all the into consideration and greatly appreciate it. And I hope you'll keep tuning in to Coffee Talk with Shell where there's always variety in life on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time. And again, message me on, on Twitter during the week at Coffee Talk WC. Again, topic suggestions, guest interview requests, or if you just want to say hello. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Just just for grins, let's see what's trending on Twitter and Facebook at the moment. Actually, what caught my attention was WWE. Looks like they had a big event. Um, Hulk Hogan was tweeting earlier a little bit. I was reading his tweets. He says, sorry about the help tweet. I was at the Dodge dealer trying to figure out my iPhone wouldn't sync up to my Bluetooth. Oops. Sorry, HH. <laughs> Funny. Um, he tweeted that May 4th. I just saw that today. But WWE's tweeting, they had, apparently they had their big wrestling event. And it looks like WWE Network on Twitter, if you want to follow them. 
Oh, wow. They've still got more fights to come. Um, the winner of the first ever 50-man Greatest World Rumble match is Braun Strowman. So congrats to him. I'm trying to see who else has won thus far. Wow. Uh, it feels good to walk out a winner. I worked so hard for that moment. Colin Cassidy tweeted. Good for him. His Twitter name is BigCastWWE. And there was something else I saw. Just a second here. Oh, wow. Interesting. A chair has been added to this no disqualification match between AJ Styles or Org and Jinsuken. Those are their Twitter names. Wow. Jinsuke Nakamura. Interesting. Chairman added to this no disqualification. I guess no, they don't get disqualified for anything. Wow, holds no bar open to anything. Wow. That sounds like a very interesting fight. Wow. I mean, yes, these fights are entertaining and amazing, you know, and partially scripted and partially not, but as a reminder of the reality of it too, though, like Hulk Hogan had tweeted this. Let me find it here. I retweeted it. Anything I, I read on the tweets, I always try to like, I mean, coffee talk to WC to see these uh, quickly, easy access, quick access. But this caught my attention. Hulk Hogan tweeted on May 1st, part of the reason I had nine back surgeries, brother. And it's a picture of one of the, oh, Andre the Giant. Wow. Wow. Standing on top of Hulk Hogan. Oh, have y'all seen that documentary about Andre the Giant? It's so good. So good, yeah. Their final fight, him between him and Hulk Hogan, when Andre the Giant, they you know turned him evil, the character evil. Oh wow, that is something. Mm. Wow, wow. I don't know a lot. I used to watch wrestling when I was a kid, like the Von Eric. I was in fourth grade, staying up all night at slumber party, party watching the Von Eric brothers and sad when when some of them died and all that a while back. But I haven't really. I mean, other than Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant, I don't know much about it. Like I'm, and Ronda Rousey, I know a little bit about her, but uh, I'm intrigued to learn more because I know it's, it's, they're making a big comeback. They've gotten really popular again. It's really interesting. Uh, but anyway, let me play a song or two as we wind down. I keep watching that switchboard in case I have any last-minute callers. And if not, I hope you'll keep tuning in to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life on Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Central Time. And don't forget to submit your topic suggestions and or guest interview requests to me via Twitter at Coffee Talk WC during the week or just say hello. And in the meantime, let me find a song for y'all. Give me just a moment here. Here's a short and sweet song called Your Mind by Brandon Hilton. Surprise, told me to go, baby, go. You know I come for you. If you really love someone, you gotta let them go. Sometimes it's meant to be. I'll come back for you if you wait for me. I know things are gonna change, but you want this heart, it'll stay the same. You being gone, sometimes it gets too much to bear. But then I think of you, and baby, I'm right there with you. You broke down all my walls you way inside my heart I don't want nothing else to lose myself and we're apart When 
when you come back to me, baby, I will sing it for you. My love grows stronger each and every day. I won't give up on us, I promise you I'd wait. Wait you my heart in the sand, your hand in mine again. The clouds filled up the sky, rain fell like tears in my eyes. And underneath the stars looking in your eyes, my world in front of me, it's no surprise you're mine. Once again, that's Your Mind by Brandon Hilton. I'm going to change it up and, and uh, share the uh, montage of past interviews, uh, snippets of past interviews, along with some music by Brandon Hilton. Um, in case you're a new listener, you'll get a fill, you know, variety of topics and guests I've had on the show over the years. And or if you're a loyal listener, you can take flashback down memory lane with me <laughs> uh, as we wind down the show. So here we go. Enjoy. in Texas. I'm going to give it one more uh, chance, actually. I'm on my way to lunch, and I'm going to give it one more chance, but I can't wait to get <laughs> back to fresh beans in California. Oh, see, Starbucks is my favorite here. So I was like, no, I host Coffee Talk with Shell, and he doesn't like the coffee here in Dallas. It's I mean, terrible. You know what, though? No, I haven't had Starbucks here. I've had That's the problem. From, from, I just want yeah, chocolate I mean, mocha. you, you got to get, get it. good coffee besides Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I make really good coffee, so hey. Well, I mean, South Carolina is home, but Dallas is home, too. I have, I just, I consider I have two homes, you know? And one, I mean, there's more family. There's a different kind of family. We each have two families, you know? I have family here and I have family there, but it's two different kinds of families. Like, this is, like, the monster family. <laughs> home is, like, Dallas. the Beverly Hillbilly family. Yeah, my name is Ross from Los Angeles, California. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. This is Ross Matthews. <laughs> it oh, is. How are God. you? I'm shaking. I love you. Oh, yes. you're so cute. We all dream, but nobody listens. But if you love it and you embrace it and you just, you know, you're fearless, then, you know, it's a great thing. And in our dreams, we And that inspired me to write Midnight Cabaret. We all have the money, have the money. There was a lot of attention, but then it kind of cooled down. And we all drive the nicest cars. Seemed like motto in life is just to have fun and just, um, you know, enjoy life. And, and it took so long to realize that something was missing. This book to be a movie. That's my next big dream. Is there everything that you would hope would make you feel so good? You know, I was really excited and, you know, a, a little bit nervous as far as like the crowd and stuff, but 
um, it was it was awesome, and I, and I had a ball performing and um, just you know meeting new people and meeting football players. It was it was a, it was a dream come true. found that, uh, you know, telling Sean's story is not only helping me heal, but it also helps me spread the word that this stuff, the things that's happening with Sean, uh, which is happening every day in this country, should never, ever have to happen again. Good, good. I, I say to her, you, you are so beautiful. You are that child that just went, that you're that person that just went through so much, but it's okay. Hey, you. So these are the new stories of our time, which is sort of my my hope for the future. Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Who's calling in from where? Hello, this is Ross from Los Angeles. Hi, Ross. How are you doing? No one can call in and pretend to be me because this this voice is an instrument <laughs> and a gift. <laughs> so I don't know if it's rep- you have to find a very very brave woman to replicate this voice. Would you still love me if I was the only, not leaving you lonely? Thank you everyone listening and to you, Shell, for watching it. It just means the world to me. And so you said time to call Shell. So. I'm so glad you picked awesome. up, and a hi to everyone listening. You think that you know me, so why don't you show me who I am to you? Susie, you know hey. my bio, Mom. Uh, oh, I'm going to be among the dying. I'm clouded by mystery. We can make history. I'll teach you a thing or two. They weren't spending their time there, you know, feeling sorry for themselves. And would you believe me? They were laughing. They were enjoying their time. Everyone that I ever talked to was so inspiring to me. An upcoming artist, and her name is Bean. I am here, Shell. Thank you so much for having me. And on a show like this where I get to talk live and it goes through like a radio on the internet. It's so cool to me. I was like, whoa, this is amazing. Mom told me, she was like, whenever you came out of the womb, you, you came out singing hallelujah. So being able to finally release music to the public, it's like the most freeing feeling ever. You wanted to shave your head, and I was like, don't you dare. I know. Yeah, you I and your stepfather wanted to shave your head. I said, don't no. you dare shave your head. <laughs> I would have, and that's why I came up with the pink wig idea. The pink wig. And then I was like, oh, no. The video that you made with the pink wig on. Her name is Grace Doe Bush. My favorite books of all time now is called Perusing, Crafts and Art Section, and it's called Crafty Superstar. <laughs> I'm always just really, really bored if I don't have a project. <laughs> Not necessarily all fun and glitter and sparkles all the time. There's a lot of hard work. Calling so my daughter could talk to Santa Claus. 
My talk show named Coffee Talk with Shell. In 2009, it's been a huge journey, blessing in my life. I've interviewed many celebrities, uh, some via phone, some in person. Uh, Super Bowl came here in 2010, and that was probably one of my biggest pivotal moments in my talk show uh, journey. Life-size corn maze, and you have to find your way out. Can make a gingerbread cookie. <laughs> yeah, um, you can go out and buy the, the store-bought gingerbread mixes and just um, <laughs> and just and just, <laughs> and just mix it up together and, and bake it in the what oven. You told me. Buy <laughs> 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 a gingerbread mix, Joe. It's easy. 